welcome back to Mothering for Life podcast. I am your host, Ronaldo. If you are new here, I am a 30-year-old mom of three, a seven-year-old, three-year-old, and newly six-month-old. If you enjoy all things motherhood, if you enjoy different topics, opinions about motherhood, including a little bit of my motherhood journey, please stick around. Thank you for clicking on this bonus episode a lot of different topics to talk about and if we don't get through them I may even do another bonus episode next week who knows I'm not sure but again thank you so much for clicking on this bonus episode now let's get into these topics so in LA the teachers union of a certain district I'm not quite sure I didn't dig into some of those details they want to have mandatory COVID-19 vaccine mandates to be put in place. Now, they want the kids who are 12 to get vaccinated. They would like stricter rules for quarantine. And they will also like full vaccinations no longer than 12 weeks following the birthday. Religion exemptions and medical reasons may be considered. This is absolutely ridiculous. And let me let me tell you why I think so. Now, why are you trying to force families into getting these kids to be vaccinated? You are already forcing people who are working to be vaccinated or quit their jobs or be fired for not being vaccinated. So now you are bringing this into the school system. I believe heart of hearts that teachers are feeling this way in LA because they probably had to be vaccinated right I think although the vaccine is for kids 12 and older I don't I don't believe in forcing parents to get these kids vaccinated because let me give another example what if the parent was being forced vaccinated at work and they opted out of being in that job so now you're saying oh these kids need to be vaccinated but that parent just left their job because they didn't want to be vaccinated and now you're bringing this into school so now what's going to happen is that either the parent is just going to be like you got to get vaccinated and they could have just got vaccinated and stayed at work or maybe they have a medical issue that they feel would conflict alongside with the vaccine and they're like well I'm not getting it I'm not forcing you to get it so you're gonna have to stay home and be homeschooled now I do not know everyone's financial situation but in this what if it's like a thing where it's just like dog what is going on like it's going to be a lot that hits a lot of people and then this is in LA and a lot of times what happens is when one state if one state gets this or if this school district gets this and other school districts see it districts agree with this they're going to start spreading this to school 
Um, so, but they are putting this, this is a teacher union that is trying to put this. Um, they did uh, kind of present this already. I do not know if it has passed. I hope that it doesn't. I just think that it's going to make things more difficult. I think that it will spread. I think that um, there are going to be people who agree with this, to be honest. There are going to be a lot of people who agree with this, and I just sincerely don't. I think it's ridiculous at this point that everybody is being forced into these vaccines, you know, down to taking at least, I think, like $250 a month um, out of people's paychecks um, in some places. It's just getting severely ridiculous. And a lot of people, and I know personally a lot of people who are just kind of like, I am going to stay home. Or I am going to find something or somewhere that doesn't need me to be vaccinated, but you're not going to force me to get into vaccine. Or there's some people that are just like, I'm, I'm going to have to reconsider getting the vaccine because I don't want to lose my job. Because, of course, that's the way we eat, provide for our children, provide for ourselves, pay rent, amongst other bills that we have. But it's just sad. And I think the common goal um, is keeping people safe. But I also feel that it's a little bit, there's a lot of misinformation. And what I mean by that is people, a lot of people, I'm not saying anyone who mentions the vaccine, um, there are some people who are making it seem like the vaccine is going to stop From my understanding, from what I'm seeing, from what I'm reading, you can be vaccinated. It, it, it will limit how sick you get, but it does not stop the transfer of COVID. You know what I mean? Also, you're, they created this thing with the booster shot. So whatever was already created is not enough at this point. So that's also another thing. You can still spread COVID. You so whether or not you are vaccinated does not stop it from being transferred or transmitted from you. It doesn't stop any of that. So I am not saying I am um, pro or anti vaccine. But what I'm saying is I think everyone should have a choice on whether or not they want to get it. Why are we being forced into it to the point where it's like, I cannot go to the gym. I cannot go into a restaurant. Are we not going to be able to go into essential stores to get things that we need? Is it going to be a thing where Amazon is going to be everyone's best friend, Grubhub, Uber Eats, um, these things are going to be again a part of our daily living again I don't know um, I'm glad that my son is not 12 um, I am glad I do not live in LA 
him right now um, because it's putting people in difficult uh, situations to have to choose between what they may or may not believe in. Um, and I, I don't know. I just think it's a little ridiculous, in my opinion. Again, this is all my opinion. This is all just what I think when I see some of these articles. Um, all opinion. So back into school again. We are still in school. Another school. If I am not mistaken, this is another school in another district in L.A. There is an English teacher who, during the pandemic, she took the American flag out of her classroom uh, because she believed it made her feel uncomfortable. (sighs) I don't know. The American flag is a whole other topic to me, but whatever. But she takes it out of the classroom because it made her feel uncomfortable. Okay. You're alone in the classroom. I guess she did virtual school last year. Okay. Perfectly fine. Cool. So now the kids come back into the classroom. I'm guessing for summer school. And she still never puts up the the flag. But she has a pride flag. Now, this is important, right? So, the kids, she gives the kids the option to say the Pledge of Allegiance. They just have to stand for it. So, you don't have to say it, but at least stand for the Pledge of Allegiance in the classroom. So, she says, oh, you know, they're standing. Some of them, a lot of them are not saying it. She said, all right, cool, whatever. So, one child says... Um, But the American flag is not, where's the flag for us to say the Pledge of Allegiance? And she says, there's another flag that you can pledge your allegiance to. She's referring to the, the pride flag. I read this. the video I'm not gonna play what she says because I I will not give this lady a play and I thought it was absolutely ridiculous I hope that she gets fired this is disgusting conduct for you to regardless of the 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 grade um, that these children are in these are still children First of all, I want to say something else. There was another video that she had and she was explaining, um, as I told you guys earlier, she didn't want the American flag in the classroom. She took it down because it made her uncomfortable. She even goes as far as, um, I guess, dressing in pride colors. That is your business, you know, neither here nor there for me. I don't care. But the fact that it somewhat sends a message that you are kind of pushing this on the kids who are in the classroom. How you live your life is fine. If there are children that know 
that they've lived their life or have these type of feelings at whatever I do not know the grade that she's teaching but if their parents are not talking to them about this and they are unaware about it it's unfair for you to bring it up in that type of way because now if they don't necessarily know about what the pride flag means you are opening up something that wasn't your right to open up in the first place let these children learn organically let the the parents have a chance to even have this conversation with them because now you're you're creating you're creating something that to open up in the back of their mind um in in a very uncomfortable way you don't have consideration for the fact that what if this child didn't know anything about the gay flag you are literally just hey yeah you could pledge allegiance to that now this child has a whole bunch of questions and you're they're not gonna ask you because look at the way you brought it up they're not gonna ask you anything so it's welcome my co-host olivia in the background but um they're they're not gonna go as far as to ask you anything so it doesn't make any sense for you honest it's just I, I i can't go any further into this next time i don't so my next topic um it's a little uncomfortable um it involves adults uh again who are just pure trash right so really quickly a man lives in Florida. I'm actually, no, I'm sorry. I'm he lives in New York and he travels to Florida for what? I'm not quite sure. He's in a Publix in Florida and he sees a little girl and her mom. I guess either the little girl, I'm guessing the little girl is about five years old and so she's standing. He goes to give her a bag of M&M's. Meanwhile, the mom is there, more than likely with her back turned to the little girl. And he gives her M&M's, kisses her on the mouth. The mom turns around and starts screaming because she sees him. I'm going to just say this. People are crazy. And we have to, as parents, as mothers, especially when we are moms and we're traveling with children on our own sometimes, you know, as close as we can have our kids to us, we should have them. That's one. Two, we have to, I think, it's it's time to get back into that stranger danger type thing um, because if that guy was able to give her M&M's she she 
clearly she accepted it and that's scary because what if there was if he gave her an open bag of M&M's and put something in it or open bag of candy and put something in it and she took it and now this child what if the mother didn't even see and had her back turned for a longer and the child took the candy and you know what I mean now I'm saying this and I, I don't want anyone who has been through anything of the sort I'm, I'm not this is more from the angle of what we should be teaching our children it's not really so much this is just a segue just to put it into you guys' mind um, because what we teach our children at home is very important so that when we go out we are safe they are safe you know what I mean? I, I realize that sometimes we take teaching them the small things, like what their phone number is, who to call. Um, I realize that we take that for granted that we're with our children um, most of the time or someone is with them. But for those moments where um, we are not, for those moments where there may be a split second or something may happen, they need uh, these survival skills, right? They need to know what exactly to do in these situations. So for me, um, this really, it scared me, but it was another thing of let me prepare my children. Let me you know, what can I do so this situation won't happen to me? What can we do as moms, as parents, um, or even aunts, uncles, cousins, to help the smaller children in our families, to help our kids know what to do in these situations? Should it be a whistle? Should they scream stranger danger? Should they, you know, kick, scream, whatever it is, scream, bite, kick, whatever, these kids need to know what you shouldn't and should do when someone you do not know approaches you. And unfortunately, this was a situation where this girl could have got sick from not knowing, from not knowing what to do. Um, so I just that's about it on that topic because I, it's a scary topic it's a scary situation um, just when the unknown of that and it's really 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 scary um, so but actually I said that was it on the topic that is not in our topic um, he actually got charged he did get arrested they did find him He was charged with child abuse without bodily harm. And thank goodness that they did get him because who knows how many times he has done that. Um, Thank goodness they did catch him. But um, I'm just saying this to say, let's be mindful of what we're teaching. You know, I've had conversations about this even recently. Um... And unfortunately, we really do take advantage of the past. 
are with our children as often as we are. Um, but there are going to be times when maybe we turn our back. There are going to be times when um, we are not that close to them or they're in school and something happens. My kid is so close to this here. My little baby, and she, she wants to touch the mic. She's shiny. But, um, yeah, we're going to have some times where, um, you know, we, we may be separated from them for a little while. School, um, you know, we have people in school that, you know, we need to teach them, you know, body parts, all that other stuff, um, the appropriate things that adults should be doing around you, what's inappropriate. And that kind of brings me into my next topic. To be honest, and the next topic is about a school monitor. And again, this is in Florida. Florida, y'all are some of y'all, y'all people is out there, right? Um, this is the second story in Florida, and it's a, a, about a 40 year old man who is getting so. There's another video, and um, I'm not gonna play it because it's it's kind of, it's relevant um, in the sense of um, what you see and not necessarily what you hear. So there's a man, a 40 year old man, arguing with a seventh grader. Ridiculous. Again, I I don't know what's going on with these adults. And then more specifically in these two stories, men. But, um, so this man is arguing with the seventh grader, and this this little boy is small, it's really small. This man is like six seven, and I believe the article did yep, it does say that he is six seven, right? So let's put this into perspective. I am. Let's even say according to my size, but if the boy was, I don't even think he was my size, but I am about five quarter, right? So. Let's just use me as an example of actually my size, five four. So this little boy is arguing with the guy, um, saying, I don't care, bring your uncle, bring your father, bring your cousin, bring them all, I don't care. The little boy now is teasing the man, saying like, oh, like your breath stinks or something. It was a little funny, you know, because you're arguing with the seventh grade. Um, you already look ridiculous to me in the watching the video. He tells the man, your breath stinks, you need to back up. And the man punches this boy in the chest. Let me tell you, thank God for technology. Thank God for the little boy or girl that recorded this. Because if, there, if it wasn't for technology, people would get away. But 
I don't like I don't it's not funny but it's just more ridiculous because I feel like at 40 years old you should have sense enough to not let I don't
So the bear falls, no answer. Literally, she falls until like he answers and he writes her a message. Then I don't know if he like blocked her number because after a certain point, he just says, school administration, any teacher, any principal who feel like 
created a lot of stressors that were already there and amplified. Right? So it's like people who are not working and people who cannot work because of childcare, X, Y, and Z. That was amplified during the pandemic. It wasn't something that just started happening. That it was just amplified. So you have to look into the not not so much why, but to get a perspective on what is going on to where you had these children um, become bullied, right? Because a lot of times it doesn't, it's not, um, the child doesn't get it when it's out of the blue. I, um, I saw a picture on Instagram and I thought it was very interesting where Thank you.